Welcome back to A Woman's View on KSL News Radio. It is such a treat to have Dr. Delana Tonks with me, the Executive Director of Mountain Heights Academy. Dr. Tamara Sheffield is here, Senior Medical Director of Preventive Medicine at Intermountain Health. And Mary Richards, my longtime companion here at KSL News Radio, now a church news reporter. Can I ask you about something that I am I am just focused on of late? And this is childhood obesity. I read an article about how what the percentages are now of childhood obesity in Utah and in the country. So, and I didn't know this, Dr. Sheffield, until I read this, that boys are twice as likely to become obese compared to girls. It said, the article said that from 1994 to 2010, the number of obese third grade boys increased by 97%. That, and I, I substitute teaching the schools from time to time. And I see kids and I it just breaks my heart. And I, and I should also tell you, that um, two of my children struggled with this in their early years. And I, as a parent, I didn't know when I'd bring it up, I'd make it worse. I just, I, I didn't want to ruin their self-image for the rest of their lives. So I, this is a sticky issue, but one that I want you to speak to first, Dr. Sheffield, if you would. You know, and this is something that we have struggled with and we have not found an answer for yet because those those rates have not come down ever. We've continued to increase. We now see this doubling over the last 15 years of childhood obesity. Um, and so what you're looking at is something that is both systemic for the person's environment, um, behavioral and genetic. And we have to really honor and respect everybody's body type that not everybody is going to be the same but at the same time we need to focus on healthy behaviors and healthy environment and those are the two things that the u.s preventive services task force has just come out um, with these uh, recommendations and they're looking for public comment on them right now and that is for children over age six years that they need to be um, looking at the the child's uh, weight to height the bmi and also helping them get to intensive counseling to give them the key resources they need for. And what they talk about is activity and nutrition, but they're really leaving out two other factors, which we stress highly when we work with kids and adults on there. And that is, it's a four-pronged thing. It's your sleep and stress, as well as your nutrition and activity. We all need sleep in order to have the right hormone levels for appetite. If we don't get sleep, ghrelin pops up and we are hungry because we need something to give us energy. We're not yeah. getting it through sleep. We're getting it, so we're going to have to get it through food. And then what that does is it increases our stress levels. Stress hormones increase our appetite, and therefore we increase our weight. We have to find ways to reduce stress, and we can do that through good activities, through um, creating healthy environments in our home. But this is not food restriction. It's not medication. It is having healthy things available to our children, healthy choices available, and finding ways for them to be active in healthy ways. It really is critical and important for us to spend the time finding ways to do this with a growth mindset, with a a, good motivating cues, and create healthy environments. Get rid of sweetened drinks and get rid of those nighttime screens so that the kids can sleep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speak to this, Dr. Tonks, if you would. Ah, this was a tough one for me. I read the article and then I clicked on the, you know, the uh, actual recommendation. And the first thing that came to mind, and and Dr. Sheffield touched on this already, was the parental involvement of this. And and I I had a a reaction to the title and the first article that 
that, you know, who's going to be doing this? Who's governing this in the lives of these six-year-old kids and where are the parents mentioned? And that gave me quite a cause for concern. It seems like my take on this article is that, well, okay, if we know better, we do better. And I'm going to put another and yet dot, dot, dot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Time Amanda and morning, Amanda. And Because we do know better. You're right. We know better now. And, and how can we work uh, holistically? I, I love what Dr. Sheffield said about including the parents. I mean, the parents have to be included. I wouldn't let my six-year-old have, you know, uh, 26 hours of intensive health behavior and lifestyle treatment interventions un unless I were there and had condoned that. And so that, that was where my mind went. Um, as an educator, where we're partnering with parents and students to provide educative experience, I felt like the, the parent piece was not very well represented in these articles. And that gave me a, a little pause. So I yeah. want to know the specifics. What is this going to look like? Who's mandating it? And where does our personal agency come into play as parents, as children, as professionals? What does all of that look like? So I think I ended up with more questions than yeah. answers. That, that's the story of my life. I, I'm everything I read. I think, but what about this? But what about this, Mary, Mary? What do you what do you think? Yeah, that's interesting. This is not the the government's role or school's role or you know to to separate from families. Parents buy the groceries. Parents are the ones who have that responsibility to to not only get their kids outside to play, but to play with them. I was thinking about that this break. I was thinking, you know, patting myself on the back because it was nice weather and I got my children to the park. But what model did I behave? You know, what behavior did I model as well? And, and this is, you know, how we eat healthy. This is how we move our bodies every day. This is how we get enough sleep and don't use enough screens. Am I doing that as well? And in what kind of lessons am I teaching my children in terms of taking care of their bodies and being healthy and making it a lifestyle, like their whole lives? This is what I do. I eat a structured meal. You know, I, I have dinner with my family. I reach for an apple. You know, I, I found a sport that I like and, I, and I'm trying to do that. I, my boys, let's be honest, they would much rather go play at their friend's house where they've got a nice Wii or, you know, and, and gaming system. But I was like, we're taking a football and we're going to go play, you know. <laughs> and, and they were much happier after that. They've moved their bodies and things like that. But the grocery shopping is a big thing for our family because I think, oh, just a little ice cream would be so yummy. But the next thing I know, we're eating ice cream every night and that's not healthy. So, and I'm, I've become a big believer lately in how much your health is connected to your own self-reliance. If you are healthy, you're able to then help others. Instead of having to just deal with your health problems, you can then serve in the world if you are healthy. What a beautiful connection. I, I, I feel that too, that I, you know, I have focused in my own life recently on I need to stay strong because my family needs me. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to bed at eight o'clock because my family <laughs> needs me and I'm going to eat better. Because my family needs me, and the, and even if that's the motivation, I get the I get the benefit because I feel better in the end. So whatever. Um, gosh, the time is gone. Can I just say Happy New Year to all three of you? And I value our friendship. But thank you for sharing your wisdom with me and with everyone here at KSL. Of course, Happy New Year. It's been thank so you. wonderful to be with you, Amanda. Thank you. Thank you all so much. And we'll see you next week here on A Woman's View. If you enjoy Amanda Dixon, join us back here each weekday for news and stories important to our community. Amanda hosts Utah's Morning News from 5 to 9 on KSL News Radio.